Welcome to Lords of the Late Box presents the cover price shakers of the week for 3.30. Sorry, boys and girls, we're running so late. Uh, we don't have time for an intro, so let's just get right into it, you know, because, you know, time is oppressing and people have stuff to do. It's a man, man, well, it's a man, man, well, it's a man, 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 well, it's a man. Landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of sum like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind ya. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. You're nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Ask about that video. Was that like impromptu? Like, did he just make that up on the fly, or was? Yeah, that's freestyle. That's why we play it on Thursday for Freestyle Friday. Freestyle Friday. Yeah, there he so was he part of a rap group. He was part of a rap group in the '90s. Look it up. Uh, I, I, I always forget the name. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. I have a lot. Same with the 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 Indian guy, um, and uh, the black dude is from Hamilton, and uh, and the white guy too is from Oakland. Uh, and so they 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 all rap, and I think uh, what's his name is in there from um, uh, Wayne Brady is also in it. 
Ooh. Don't sleep on Wayne Brady. He's got mad freestyle, son. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, yeah. Ooh. So, we're so late, boys and girls. It was not Matt's fault. JB's fault. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, this show is sponsored by our friends over at coverprice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Uh, this here list focuses uh, on the uh, biggest sales or most interesting sales found on their daily uh, uh, shakers list, uh, aka the Ofer list. Also, our good friends over at Bird City Comics use discount code of LOTLB to get fifteen percent off anything in the Bird City Comics exclusives. Uh, you guys, guys, what what do you guys have planned? Uh, any drop Friday? I know you guys are on the MegaCon. What's what's going on? Well, that's the thing. I know we have something on Friday, but I'm not sure what because Anthony's off in Orlando. But something. No, what you got to do is you got to get the text alerts. I just dropped a link in the chat. Type the word exclusive to that and you will get a text alert when the next cover drops. Great education, as they would say. All right, let's get back to it, boys and girls. What do we have first? Okay, let's see. Um, the first shaker, Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, number one. This is the J. Scott Campbell 1 in 50 ratio that came out in 2015. Peter Parker and Mary Jane's marriage has been put through the ringer by numerous writers. Despite their deep longing for a family, this dream was consistently denied. While older versions of their daughter have appeared in various multiverse or future storylines, it's this series that has finally delivered them a baby girl, Annie, in the first issue. J. Scott's Campbell's 1 in 50 variant is the collector's go-to for this key, recently selling a near-mint plus raw for a new high of $360. It's not until Volume 2, Issue 1 of the same series name that we finally see the first in-costume appearances of Annie as Spiderling, and Mary Jane as Spinnerette, though not named until the second issue. Their quick appearance in Across the Spider-Verse trailer helped spike this book to new heights, despite promising no more than a quick cameo. However, the potential is there for a Peter Parker-centric spider family in the future, as seen in this series. It's a great book to watch as it continues to climb, like the superhero family it's based on. I swear to God I have this. I I mean, I... I I got to look. I swear. I think I have it though, but uh, now, I just got to ask if, if, if she stood up right now, would she be five and a half feet in length from her legs to her thigh? And then maybe just, <laughs> is she proportion? I just don't know. It just seems she like does seem rather tall. She's um, going to be real tall when she stands yeah. up with legs like that. She's always yeah. chilling on the couch too. Like what does she do during the day? Not a damn thing. So ASM oh, renew, renew your vows. Number one, the J. Scott Campbell, one in 50 variant on the raw dog for 360 bones. All right. Get ready for your first. Eh, maybe you can get a chance on this. Well, we're in the shakers list, man. Yeah. This By the is way, over. remember, everyone, we're looking for comments on the show. Comment your favorite cover of the show on the comment section below to be entered into next week's giveaway. And I dropped a link comment on this last Tuesday's top 10 list, which people absolutely crushed. And you can get in tonight's giveaway, which we were going to be giving away some of Laura's books here as soon as the show's over. All right. Please. Next up, we've got B and puppy cat issue. Number nine, the Rose Besh cover originally published in 2015 from boom studios. Now this is an odd one. 
Much like the beloved show it's based on, this series started online but was later adapted to Netflix where it found a devoted fan base. The story centers around B, the main protagonist who encounters a mysterious creature named Puppy Cat. She adopts this apparent cat-dog hybrid and together they go on a series of temporary jobs to pay off her monthly rent. Now, the original series was produced by Frederator, Freder, Fred, Frederator Studio. Man, you know, it might be time to play this one already <laughs> right off the bat. Play it. That for later. Play now, it. Yeah, the original. Play, oh, man. Herb Erflinger. Bert Herngeif. Irv Herblinger. Bing Livehanger. Livelink. Bert Herkern. Bert, oh, bingo Ling fucker. That's yeah. right. That's exactly how I explains our show. Yeah, yeah, pretty much it. Perfect. That it. sums it up right there. All right. The original series was produced by Frederator Studios, with the animation originally outsourced to South Korean studio Dong Woo Animation. Now, this series was produced by Boom Studios and had a limited print run. This particular cover is created by Rose Besh, a rising star as of late, and is one of her first covers. Many argue that it is her first in the industry. While many are aware of this, it continues to fly under the radar for most collectors. A recent copy of this issue sold for a new high of $310 and a 9.8, followed by this week's sale of $130 and a 9.4. Now, the entire series can be hard to find, but this is a great stealth buy book out in the wild if you do come across it. Yeah. Yeah, what the... This was a show on Netflix? Was it live action or animated? No, this is a no, this is an animated show on Netflix. Never seen it, man. Um, and that brings up to TiVo segment sponsored by Nobody Things that you should watch. Did I bring out the Outer Banks already? No, Go you watched it. that. My teenage daughter's watching that TiVo. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's it's like a I don't know, man. It takes just enough to keep you going. You know, there's lost treasures, but then there's like teen angst. And I was like, you know, I, you know, I just I had to finish it. So I was like, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe I did uh, mention Outer Banks uh, before. But uh, all right. Um, there's actually another one I'll, I'll do later. So there we go. So uh, uh, be, being puppy cat number nine, Rose Besh, regular from. Uh, she was huge for a while too. Do you guys remember when like Rose Besh was like everybody yeah. wanted her stuff and then it just kind of slowly dissipated and I haven't seen it come back as strong as it originally did. Yeah, mm. I remember. Yeah. You All know right. what it's really interesting is that Nemesis Prime, shout out to Nemesis Prime, Lord. Uh he knows that this is a cartoon that only lasted 10 episodes. Uh, why do you know that? No. You've been watching this one? Oh yeah. He's a freaky mm. dude, man. I don't know. All right. Get ready for your offer. The Big Book of Fun Comics number one. This is from 1935, guys. The Big Book of Fun Comics number one is widely considered one of the rarest comic books in existence. Famed DC collector Gary Carter dubbed it one of the second rarest DC comic issues, while Gerber and Overstreet call it, quote unquote, very rare. This comic is a standalone 48-page reprint of New Fun 1 through 4, 52 pages with the inclusion of two cardboard cover pages. The origins of this issue start with Wheeler Nicholson. 
He took the idea of an oversized magazine, like Famous Funnies, but rather than simply reprinting existing comic strips, he would be the first to publish a comic book with all original material, New Fun, the Big Comics Magazine Number 1, which came out in 1935. This comic was an anthology of strips Reeler wrote himself. He followed it up with issues New Fun, the Big Comics Magazine 2 through 4, also published in 1935. Desperate to expand his readership while minimizing costs in doing so, he had the brilliant idea to create the Big Book of Fun Comics 19, from 1936, essentially a one-shot annual that reprinted the first four issues of New Fun. You guys following this? This is crazy. A recent raw issue sold for just under $3,800, which seems like a pretty sweet deal as this book rarely comes up for sale. And when it does, there tends to be a lot of interest, especially from you DC collectors. Yeah, that's of life. Really that's cheap. all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, right that seems here. really cheap. Anyone that claims to have this. From 1935? Wow. That is nutso, man. So, uh, the big, big book of fun comics issue number one from 1935. Wow, this is even like before World War II. Man, raw. Yeah, dog, I'd love to no see great. the ads in this thing. I'd love to see. I would if anybody, if anybody out there owns this, I'd love to see the interiors on this. I don't think they do. Nobody owns this. Well, right. get out of here. Might, maybe. <laughs> All right, maybe. maybe. Here's maybe. another. Here's another offer. This is why this shows the offer list. This is really cool, man. I hope this this takes off. Next up, we've got Blue Book, issue number two, the Michael Avon Oming Hollywood Theater Close Encounters of the Third Kind screening. Woo! Cover. Blue Book has quickly become a darling of the comic community. Much like Something is Killing the Children and the Department of Truth, James, James Tynion's most recent work has the attention of fans. A retelling of the famous abduction story perpetuated by the cultural icons Barney and Betty Hill, this book appeals to fans of more than one genre. To celebrate, Dark Horse hosted an event at the famous Hollywood Theater in Portland, Oregon. As mentioned, it appeals to more than one fan base, and one fan recently secured a copy of this rare book on the aftermarket to the tune of $389 for a CGC 9.8, which is the first to sell, too. Now, this book was available to those who attended the showing of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the Spielberg classic, and it was limited to only 500 copies. It was also available online in a very limited quantities for a short time, but often... With variants such as this, they seem to fly under the radar before disappearing. The event featured a Q&A from creators James Tynion and artist Michael Avon Oming themselves in a historic location after viewing a historic film. Some might say that this book is historic. Cue that creepy alien music. Well, one fan caught wind after the fact and decided to make this limited variant theirs for that premium price. What do you guys think? When I, when I saw Hollywood Theater, I thought, like, L.A. I didn't think Portland, uh, you know. It's up in your neck of the woods, right? That meant them. Maybe yeah, that's right Portland. up here, and it's probably because it's creepy and old. And <laughs> That's pretty cool, though, that they were going to screening of uh, Close Encounters, and they were uh, handing out this comic. That's, uh, that's pretty dope, because... I remember getting like, you know, going to movies and typically you get comics from the big two Marvel and DC. Like, um, I remember, um, I got a, uh, a venom comic <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out too well. So there you go. 
Blue Book number two. You gotta watch the show. Please, please watch the show. It's on Amazon Prime. You guys can watch it. Uh, There's this one thing, if anybody in the chat or anybody after the show wants to comment, there's this one event where they have a documented amount of people in Washington, D.C. see multiple unidentified flying objects flying over the Washington Mm. Memorial. Or Mm. maybe it's the Lincoln Memorial. Either way. It was aliens. What? I need. I need that graphic of ancient, ancient aliens. aliens. Yeah, it's aliens. It's always aliens. Yes, it's it always is. Aliens. <laughs> Blue book number two to the uh, three eighty nine and the CDC nine point eight. All right. Uh, I think this could be an over. No, right. maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. Ninety three. It's possible. Comic scene number thirty one from Starlog Communications came out in nineteen ninety three. I was in second grade. Okay, okay. We know what most of you are going to say. Comic scene? Why is this in the Shaker show? Heck, it's not even a comic for that matter. And yes, rightfully so, you are correct in your presumption. Comic scene was not a comic book at all, but rather the hip, teen, beat-like periodical of the comic book universe. In all intents and purposes, comic scene could even be considered a harbinger for many of today's comic news sources. Back in August of 1976... Carrie O'Quinn and Norma Jacobs launched their flagship science fiction magazine titled Starlog. It was their idea to publish a monthly series in which they would discuss the happenings and goings-on of science fiction community. Starlog, in its conception, primarily focused on Star Trek and Star Wars entertainment news. The duo did not realize how successful their concept would explode onto the scene, but considering the current popularity of both the Star Wars franchises... It was only inevitable that their magazine would be a hit. And that hit grew into a conglomerate of successful magazines, including the likes of Comics Scene and Fangoria. Of course, comics were alive and well, breathing curiosity, fantasy, and heroism into the minds of every reader. But talking about comics was more subsequent to the convo with your local mom and pop comic shop on the corner. Through Comics Scene and Alternate to Wizard Magazine, there were suddenly multiple ways to delve into the media news and about the hows and whens you could see your favorite hero splash onto the big screen or TV. But of course, inevitably, all good things come to an end. And akin to Video Killed the Radio Star, the primordial entity known as the Internet has spelled doom for many of these popular pulp concepts of the past. Oh, that's so true. I totally remember... Huh? Yeah, I totally remember Starlog, com- uh, com- uh, Starlog comics and Fangoria and all those things. And in, in, in the '90s, they yeah. in your comic shop you can get all these kind of fan fanzines, you know, like Wizard and all these other one heroes and all these cool stuff. And you know, um, I was actually looking for some stuff at WonderCon. Um, and at the end of the show, I'll talk about my WonderCon experience. And um, Matt was there with the cover price yeah. guys and some other people, uh, okay. Soza Maika and some other Soza people. Soza Maika, <laughs> whatever. Hold man. on, I want to see how this ends. Laura, finish us off. Finish oh, us I'm sorry. Did I cut her off? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. My bad. Oh, I thought we were having a conversation. Okay, but I'll keep going. Some of these gems have managed to withstand the conquest of the digital age, but unfortunately, the majority have withdrawn into the shadows of inconsequentiality until now. Comic scene number 31 is truly unique sale for this week due to the fact that it hit a record high of $2,000, guys, for a CGC 9.8. No other books in this entire series have even come close to this number. But wait, 
there's more TiVo. This issue's heat is all about Harley Quinn. This particular book has been donned the first pre-Batman Adventures number 12 appearance of our dastardly damsel causing distress, Mrs. Quinn. That's incredible knowledge. Shout out to the writers at Cover Poor Man's Comics nailed it too. First Harley, yeah. He did before he even said it. He knew. I, I think you and need you know to queue up that graphic, uh, that uh, uh, video again, uh, JB, because uh, she said uh, it's Harbinger, eh, but it's oh. not that bad. Nah, it's not that bad. It's not yeah, it's not Wait, that which bad. one did I? Which one? You said whatever. Harbinger. Yeah, whatever. Or whatever. We, that doesn't count. It has to be like multiple offenses to queue. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be offenses. last week's sink away. Sink. I am yeah. Yeah. Go there. Oh, you're still not saying it right. Sinkevich. Sinkevich. I got it. I got it. There you go. Sinkevich. There you go. All right. Uh, it wouldn't be a shaky show without some type of like uh, video game or horror comic or pre-code horror. So uh, with that, I give you this. What? No, huh? that's not next. I don't you think said this is that comic horrifying. And you throw up Legend of Zelda. Well, you read it, <laughs> no, no, that's not next. <laughs> I'll just read it. No, that you're out of order. <laughs> what should be the next? Oh, okay. I, I, I got I got I got you. I got you. Yeah, I just practiced this one. I'm not gonna <laughs> you practice this one. There you go. All right. You can't work on the fly, Diva. Let's uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going on the fly. All right, here we go, folks. <laughs> Come on, this is a fantastic story, by the way. You guys ready for this one? This is, look at the cover closely. Okay. Next up, we've got Lawbreakers Suspense Stories, issue number 11, originally published in 1953 from Charlton. Now, most fans of pre-quote horror comic books love these gruesome covers, and Lawbreakers Suspense Stories, issue number 11, does not disappoint. Made up of a series of short stories, the cover art is for the first story found inside, titled Round Trip Ticket. It follows the misadventures of a busload of passengers that get stranded and are forced to stay overnight at a creepy house with a creepy keeper. Unbeknownst to them, the owner knows their deepest secrets, that one of them is a blackmailer. Some are murderers. There's an adulterer, another is a vicious liar, and another a stool pigeon who ratted out a friend. The bombshell among them is a beautiful woman who also happens to be a mute. All but her, all but her committed terrible acts and gotten away with them until now. One by one, their host cuts out their tongues. Finally, confronting Miss Kimberly, who can no longer talk or scream. Now the cover depicts the lunatic host with a handful of tongues with his soon-to-be last victim. Not only is this a cover horrific in nature, it's also considered a headlight cover, making it even more desirable among collectors. Uh, this uh, I just got what that meant. Headlight cover? I'm like, what does that mean? But then I got it. You didn't I'm know good. you read All right. <laughs> I'm there. Uh, the boobies, man. Now, oh, this sorry. past week, okay. we saw a CGC 6.5. So for four thousand six hundred and eighty dollars, Dan L. Raw copies are difficult to come across, and if you do, expect to pay a lot of money for it. Yeah, this is definitely a slowly cover, nineteen fifty-three. Yeah, 
handful of tongues come on man yeah come on now that ain't right so lawbreaker suspense stories issue number 11 from charlton 1953 4680 dollars so a 6.5 wow find these things all right uh so can you think of any modern stories that kind of mirror this old school this like original Mm -hmm. horror type stuff anything that kind of i feel like this has been lost this genre doesn't even exist anymore well, well it's, it's uh, typically the silver coin stories. The indie books are, I read one are of typically them, the are typically the indie books are like that. Uh, what is it? Last House on the Lake? Isn't that a horror book or whatever? Yeah, that but this is about. different. This this yeah, type of horror different. is like a weird parallel between like I don't know a a classic time mixed with a horror that I just I don't think it exists anymore. Chat, go ahead and feel free to debate on that one but i just i can't think of a storyline where you can think of somebody taking the tongues and the way she's on the cover and the damsel in distress oh maybe I'm yeah wrong. yeah all right so uh yeah we kind of uh jumped the shark in this one but now it's time for it <laughs> oh and yeah justin ice cream man's close you're getting warmer oh real? Um, what the hell all right hold on what there's no ice cream man on here. No, no, no. Uh, we were talking about something else. So oh, fine. okay. I'm sorry. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I thought you told me off again. Damn you, man. I threw you uh, off. I was reading on the comments. All right. The Legend of Zelda number one. This is from Acclaim Valiant in 1991. Link first appeared in the magazine Nintendo Power number five. This was in March, April of 1989 via a Howard and Nestered ongoing comic strip that ran through multiple issues through issue number 48. Despite high collectability for Nintendo Power, collectors like to focus on this first comic appearance, which was in the pricey Nintendo Comic System sneak preview. And like everything else Nintendo base, we have all seen a surge in price lately. Yet this first issue of The Legend of Zelda features the first appearance of Zelda and features three covers. The standard $1.50 issue, barcode on the left, a $1.95 newsstand with a barcode on the right side, and this very hard-to-find, no-price issue, the barcode's on the right side. Mm-hmm. We rarely see sales for this no-price edition, yet two sold this week for $700 and $750, both 9.6s, the highest grade we've tracked. Keep a close eye on Nintendo-based books. If the Mario movie works as good as insiders are hoping for, then it'll launch a massive Nintendo content storm. With Link and Zelda not far behind. Why not? You got I mean I mean, you know, same with D D, the movie. I'm stoked to see it this yeah. weekend. I yeah. can't wait to see Mario's gonna be huge. Mario, it's me. Yeah. I think it's gonna get a lot of criticism. People aren't thrilled about the casting. I mean, you have this massive fan base that wants the characters to be as true as possible to what they grew up with. Can Chris Pratt deliver that? Oh. Yeah, those people suck, man. It's like, oh my, you raped my childhood. Blah, blah, blah. Come on, just, it. It's going to be fantastic. Come on. Yeah, we'll see. But, I'm just, I'm just again playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, Legend of Zelda number one, uh, uh from 1991, seven hundred dollars and a nine point six. All right, now it's time for <laughs> make sure. Uh, yeah, now it's time for it. That you're right. You got it right there. All right. Now, before we get to this one, 
I just dropped the link in the chat, everybody. We're going to be giving away some of uh, Miss Laura's and Bird City's exclusives here at the end of the show. And how do you enter? Well, you got to make sure you comment on last Tuesday's show. I just dropped the link if you have not already. And then at the end of this show, comment your favorite cover to be entered into next Tuesday's giveaway. All right. Next up, we've got Profit. Issue number one, the Ash Can, originally published in 1993 from Image. Now, October 2022 was the last time fans received any news about the Profit movie adaptation. The film is set to star Jake Gyllenhaal and is directed by Sam Hargrave. While the original script was written by Mark Guggenheim, it has since been rewritten by Kirk Johnson. Kirk Berflinger. Bert Herngeif. Irv Hermlinger. Bing Livehanger. Livelink. Bert Herkern. Bingo Ling Fucker. (laughs) (laughs) For the most part, it seems that the movie is moving forward and we anticipate any updates. When the movie was initially announced, Profit Number One had enough heat to make it to our top 10 list. However, this Ashcan is the grail for collectors of the series, selling for a new high of $350 for a raw copy. If graded, it would join only four graded copies on the CGC census. That's impressive. I was close to pulling a trigger on a Profit Number One rare variant at uh, WonderCon. Um, um, from Elvine's comics booth, my boy Christian. But I was like, uh, you know, I, I said, I said, I'm only spending three hundred dollars, and I'm spending three fifty around four hundred. See my video, but uh, you know, because I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna just get some weird shit. So I was looking for like image books. I got like a Cyber Force stuff, and and some a Lady Death, and some other stuff. And so, uh, yeah. But you I stopped was definitely- by Frizen's booth just to torture me. Yeah, no, Jenny Frizen was super nice. Uh, I met Jenny yeah. Frizen. Yeah, she's super nice. Uh, Matt, if you're in the chat, who is that other lady art, uh, artist that uh, you were talking to? Um, I forgot her name, but um, yeah, she, what did I, she I, I guess she, she's, I, I, I forgot her name, but she's uh, she's an attractive woman, rather, really, really attractive, actually. Carla so Cohen, the, who Carla Cohen, no. Um, I'm trying to think of like all these comic hotties out there. There's Carla Cohen. Ariel Diaz is beautiful. There you go. Uh, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Tiana Flair. Oh, damn it. I thought I got it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I was at the, I was at the cover price booth. So I was just talking to Matt and then Matt just yells out across. Tahane! <laughs> and then she came over. <laughs> like uh but it was cool because you know when i was talking to matt and and john and then the the guys from bad idea uh were there along with dinesh and it's 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 just a fly on the wall you see people um coy from uh he's uh does a lot of red carpet stuff Uh, you know you just meet a lot of people and it's just you know it's just it's just you know good way to network and meet people man um and you know i haven't shaked hands and high-fived and hugged people that and I'd li- I've seen a long ass time, man, because I met a lot of cool cats, uh, you know, a lot of people. Shout out to 66 Comic Expo, who's having a show in Rosemead. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of people, man. So, yeah. Profit issue number one, Ashcan image from 1993, a no grade for 350 bonards. All right. I think I have this one, right? 
Well, we already did this one, so let's move okay. on to Supergirls. Oh. Nope. What the hell? It's the last one. There. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Seamless transitions, right, Seamless transitions. This is yeah. seamless. This we is the this. high quality production value that you look for here at Lords of the Longbox. I can do this one. I don't mind if it doesn't like. Uh, make I got it. Easy. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on. While we're Seamless. waiting, <laughs> while yeah. We're waiting, drop a comment on last Tuesday's show. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and drop that link one more time in the live chat. Shout out to the hundred plus people in the live chat. If you have not already, please do take a moment to hit that thumbs up. You know, I'm going to ask for them. Uh, and then if you're watching on the rewind, you, you guys are crushing, crushing the thumbs up, the rewind crowd, and you got awesome. Thank you for watching the show. We appreciate you. Tivo, did you get it? There we go. There we go. There we are. Seamless. Superman's girlfriend, Seamless. Lois Lane, number one from 1958. Superman and Lois Lane are one of the most recognizable pairs out of all the super couples in the comic world. Their relationship is so iconic that we rarely see a media production of Superman without the mention of Lois Lane. We've seen many interpretations of Lois and Superman, and the recurring interaction started here, with the premiere issue of the spinoff series, series focused on these two characters. This Silver Age issue is a gem for collectors of the Man of Steel and his mythos. It is also an interesting piece of history seeing Lois Lane's character grow from a fairly two-dimensional personality to the complex individual seen today. This issue shook the market recently with a massive sale of $1,700 for a raw, very fine copy, which has not been sold in that grade before. If this raw issue grades at very fine, it would have the honor of joining the other 10 copies of that grade on the CGC census. Why is she on a broomstick? I mean, that's, I guess, you know, uh, Why, man? where does she get who? I mean, where did they get the broomstick from? I mean, because it says here, know, uh, wouldn't he, he be afraid of her? Because he don't like the magic. So she's messing thanks with to the this magic. witch's broomstick. Now I can fly as fast as you, Superman. Great guns. <laughs> Lois has supernatural powers and they have proved mightier than mine. I I've doubt that, telling, he don't like you know. the magic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Now, finally, I got it. Yeah, here we go. The climactic end <laughs> of the list. <laughs> who would have guessed, <laughs> right? Who would have guessed, right? Every yeah, we've already got the over tens in yeah. the chat. What are you gonna do? All right, my kids banging on the floor upstairs. Great. Here we go. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl issue number one, the Arthur Adams one in twenty-five variant, originally published in two thousand and fifteen from Marvel. By all accounts, Squirrel Girl is a C-list hero. Yet. She received her ongoing solo series back in 2015, beginning with this book. She has gone on to develop quite the following. Some find her odd and may think, Squirrel Girl, bet she sucks. Wrong. She's dope as hell. With the promotional speed and strength of a squirrel, she can throw down and does in this run with the likes of Doctor Doom, Modoc, Thanos, and even Galactus. Since... A dedicated fan base was born where one member recently picked up a CGC 9.6 of this fantastic 1 in 25 Adams variant for a cool 275. 
that comes in at only $25 below its all-time high sale of $300 for a CGC 9.8 and crushes its previous high sale in the same grade, 9.6, by $150. One of the three variants available upon release, this book received the most attention by far, and with this most recent sale, that trend continues. Yeah, so there was supposed to be a show, um, <clears throat> and the AT&T girl, the, the the spokeswoman, was supposed to be in it, and they shelved no it. They shelved it, and then it was it was part of that uh, show about uh, um, what what are they called? What the, I forgot what they were called, but they shelved it. So who knows if they bring it back? You know, uh, the AT&T girls is is super good. New Warriors, thank you very much, Arizona Comics. Yeah, so there was a New Warriors show that was supposed to be like a thirty minute ca- comedy action show, and they had the AT&T girls going to play uh, Squirrel Girl, and then it went away. And and at one point she was doing, she was showing up at Marvel red carpets. You know, you know, just showing up and doing things. So. Yeah, so unbeatable score girl number one, the great art Adams, one in twenty-five or two seventy-five. Uh, do you want to give people some time to um yeah, I'll drop the link one. I'll give the I'll give them one last chance. I'm gonna we're gonna give away some of Laura's exclusive comic books. If you want to get in on this giveaway here tonight, go ahead and head on over to this last Tuesday's top ten list. I'm gonna drop the link in the chat. Make sure you drop a comment on that one we're going to use a comment picker on that show and then when this show ends make sure you comment your favorite cover or anything really you want to comment on this show to be entered into next tuesday's giveaway Perfect. all right why is guys why is waiting i'm going to give you guys a little time to play some uh, dj pimp zephyr ladies and gentlemen dj pimp when, 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 when you're ready, your, 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 your six minutes starts now. Check, 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 check this out. Should be more enough time for people to uh, <clears throat> get their stuff in there. So, JB, the floor is yours. 
All right, so let's head on over here. Now, before the show started, we had 46 comments on the show, which is actually a really good number. So now let's see. I'm trying to see. What are we at for? Can we tell? what we're at now. Now we are at, drum roll, please, 70 comments. Well done. Well done, Live. That is fantastic, Chad. Great job. All right. Uh, Good luck, everybody. And I'll be... um, Reading the comment here, and uh, the winner is DNA KRO Mizones. These intros are underrated. Huh? It's DNA chromosomes. Chromosomes. Oh, yeah, yeah. DNA oh, chromosomes. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. You got to play that thing again. You got <laughs> to play it again. DNA <laughs> chromosomes. These intros are underrated. Congratulations. Please reach out to Laura at Bird City Comics, and uh, she is going to get you one of the new exclusives they've got. They got so many of them. If you, yeah, There is a requirement, though. You must be subscribed to the channel, and we're going to check. And, and you uh, must and sign up be signed up for Bird City Comics newsletter. So you need to give up that email address. So once you give up the email address, and you're subscribed to the channel, you, you'll get a free comic head in your way. JB, JB. K-R-O, me zones. Yeah, right. All right before we, yeah, before yeah, we see what's shaking, we're going to have to edit that one see and what's shaking, again. Before we see what's shaking the lady, boys and girls, this definitely deserves this. Herb Irvling. Ger. Bert Herngeif. Irv Herblinger. Bing. Live hanger. Live link. Bert Herkern. Bi- Bingo link fucker. K R O M zero. Thanks. There you go, man. Hey. All, right. All right, let's go. We're gonna see what's taking today, boys and girls, as I do a seamless transition. Um, and see what's shaking here. As you can tell, here's all we'll go to coverprice.com. Make sure you sign up. Cover price and uh, shout out to uh, cover price, did a great job with their booth, has signing people up, uh, chatting up people. Um, yeah. Uh, the top 10 that we do every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, if you catch it on podcast, say, Alexa, play Lords of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. That sense of sinister is still climbing, huh? Yeah. The Archer, 100. Oh, yeah. I, I dig that one. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty hot. All right. But we're here to see what's shaking, boys and girls. Yes. Okay. Ready. All Ready right. Ooh, Conan. I've seen quite a few Conans at the WonderCon, too. Uh, it was, uh, but, you know. Everything was pretty high price, but look at that top row of evergreen right there. That is the, all those books, regardless, those are all amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, God, Miles Morales continues, but look at this. We're look at weird shit, man. Um, four color comics issue number 26. $1,900 oh. for 9.0. This came out in 1943 and it was a 9.0. Damn! Where was See, it? That's crazy. It Where is. was this stored? Ooh. Yeah, they also the next issue was Mickey Mouse. Two eighty eight for Raw. Fine for nineteen forty three. Gosh darn, that seems man. People are buying up stuff, man. Uh, first appearance, Kazar. Little Suicide Squad action. Justin would kill me if I did and uh, talk about this book, Star Wars, Clone Wars, issue number one, the first appearance of Ashoka Tano outside of Star Wars canon, meaning that it was a Dark Horse book. Whoa, meaning, uh, how much is Marvel it? Is book. that a record? No, far from it. Uh, 1100 and 9.6. You want to see the all-time high? Yeah, let's 9.8 go, is, 
All time high is forty two hundred. Slide down just wow. a little bit more so I can see what's going on in the grades. Like, yeah, so right there. What's going on there? The FMV on a nine six is nine ninety, and its last sale was eleven hundred. What's yeah. going on? People are jumping on that. Yeah. Well, I think when she appeared on the Mandalorian. Don't be yeah. blowing it for anybody. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh yeah. Spoiler. Well, well when okay. she's gonna appear again, so uh, there's that. Uh, the usual suspects. Uh, this is the one that I really. This is one my. Wow. Wait, is this the first print? I don't. Let's see. Get up in there. Yeah. Oh, first appearance of. What the fuck? UK. Yeah, this is first. Uh, this is first Spider Spider-Man. UK. No, this is not not the first appearance of Spider Gwen. First appearance of Spider Gwen and cameo of Spider. Well, it is first. Yeah, that's wow, the first Spider Gwen. Wow, this is dropped this is a lot. This is man. This book was here. I'll I'll show you. Well, I mean, uh, come on. Miles was at four grand at one point. It was crazy. Now it's yeah. up under what two? Is it under two? Yeah. Slide back up and see what that ultimate Fallout Four is doing. I just gotta see it. Cut up, up right He's there. Curious. I'm curious. What is it at now? Is it under two grand? Uh, 1054, 9.6, nine eights, 1900 bucks. Remember, that was 44. There it went from $4,500 at its all time high. I want to say last year, last year, two under years ago, two grand. It was the summer of miles. It was the book was just blowing up, and then you know, you had the uh, the acetate gate thing. Was that a that was a miles book, right? It's still uh, the cartoons coming back. Yeah, I can't wait to see that too, man. That uh, one I'm looking forward to for sure. Yeah. Well, Kang the Kong. Oh, it is a dope ass cover. I have this entire run. Uh, Ultimate Comics Spider Man issue number three. Just dope art all around. First appearance of Judge Miles' friend. Hmm. People are like, hey, I want to go. Um, I want to go spec on his friends. <laughs> uh, we always love looking at Goofy D. Uh, Bron. Uh, um, Silver Age. Silver. Yeah, Silver Age. Uh, DC covers. Um, that is wild. Um, I don't know what the Joker's doing. Uh, yellow got, covers, man. Yeah, there's a there's a ton of yellow covers in the Silver Age. Um, for some reason, maybe someone in the live chat can kind of illuminate us on that. Um, look at Lobo. What the hell is that? First appearance of Lobo, first African American to headline his own title. Huh? What? I could have covered this during Black History Month, JB. Do you not watch us? Was it? It was Lobo. Is he based on a movie? Right? Was it? Was it a movie? I could have sworn Jim Brown played him. Maybe. Yes, but we. Oh, uh, so if you guys are familiar with Nearing Nirvana, oh, sorry, I got to pause real quick. (sighs) Oh, all right, all right. We'll continue on. Yeah, Somebody in the live chat, tell me what that Jim Brown cowboy movie was. I could have. She's going to tell us. I think she did a whole show and we missed it. No, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it looks, like, it looks like Jim Brown. I mean, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Jim Brown was a uh, dirty dozen. He was in a cowboy movie. Yeah. He had a <clears throat> quite the little movie career there. Get for, that DC uh, Comics Presents. Get that DC Comics Presents. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Right there. Don't sleep on this news, one. Stan. News, Stan. News, Comic Stand number 26, first print Cyborg, Raven, and Starfire. 550 right? from six. That's not bad. That's not bad. Those are three but decent with, characters. Yeah, but with all the Titans stuff that's going on. So here I have my I had bought a new Teen Titans number one uh, at WonderCon because Marv Wolfman was there signing. 
And the funny story goes is, so I was, uh, Marv Wolfman was sitting right across from Jenny Frizen. And I go, wow, that's a long ass line from Marv Wolfman. And I go, who's this line for? They go, oh, that's for Jenny Frizen. I go, holy cow. There was like 60 people in line and Marv only had like four or five people. So then. Okay. But, but TiVo, I heard that he had been there basically all day and she just opened up. Oh, really? Well, yeah. well it just opened up at noon, so at like two thirty or something, and she was just about to leave, so she signed my book. Um, you know, and I brought uh, my buddy from KRS Comics, uh, Jose, because he had a stack full of Jenny Frizen books for her to sign, so she signed them. Really nice lady. Um, oh, she's she's awesome. Go back to Lobo. Lord is back. I want her. Feel hit terrible, man. She's got to drop some knowledge on us. Yeah, oh, tell us about Lobo. <laughs> she's not ready i thought she was ready no i'm sorry my kid just like knocked over an entire yeah i'll be right back. yeah kids well you know kids are great all right we'll, all right. we'll come back to that one well we'll follow away right. we'll roll back yeah um look at this see that oh, whole row God. is fire man that whole row is, is fire gi combat usa seven featuring the rock gi combat number 68 Four nine nine and a four five point five. I still think like, um, is it DC made Ghost Tank? Um, that I would love to see, an animated or or live action. Um, Ghost Tank uh, was uh is a very very would be a very cool movie or animated um animated movie that DC does that. So, and you know these DC animated films they do. I don't know where to find them. I guess you have to buy them on DVD. I'm like, why not put them on HBO Max? Then I guess they release them on DVD, or you can do, uh, you can I buy think, them. No, I, aren't they on the DC app? I feel like if you if you have the DC app where you can read the comics, they put all the cartoons on there, don't they? Someone tell me. No, they don't. There's the new one, the Batman, yeah. the Doom of something, and and it's released on DVD, and uh, you could buy it on digital for like you know twenty bucks, and then. A month later, I think you can rent it for like four bucks, or you can see it on HBO Max. So it's 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 kind of weird, but anyway. Um, Daredevil, look at that! Daredevil and Man Thing. Any somebody somebody tell us why the yeah, what's up with significance? That? Is it the first meeting of Daredevil and Man Thing? Maybe, hmm, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it seems see. like an outlier. It does. Uh, more of the yellow covers. Uh, some, 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 ah, man, I've had this book like four or five different times. Marvel Spotlight on The Moon Knight. This is the first appearance of Moon Knight in his own solo series. 450 and a 9.6. Uh, highest known value, 4,100 and 9.8. Holy cow. Googly goo. Yeah. That was during Moon, crazy times. Yeah, hopefully Moon Knight comes back. I mean, uh, people people are pretty split on it. People either love it. I enjoyed it. it. I, I, enjoyed I dug it. it. I dug it, man. Yeah, I really dug good. it, man. Uh, I have this whole X Men run too. Get that first John Byrne artwork. I'm a big Ooh, what John type, Byrne. What, mark. what issue number is that? I want to know what that is. What, what issue? Issue one hundred eight. Oh eight. Byrne yes. comes on a one hundred eight. Byrne and Claremont, arguably one of the greatest tandems uh, teams. So when does that run end? Does someone know when the Byrne Claremont one combination ends? I think it's one. So if it starts at one oh eight, yeah, I think it's oh really forty after one forty one one forty two because that's a two part story, right? Yeah, the Days of Future Past, 
Uh, and then 143, I don't think John Burns on anymore. Um, get Someone rid of the drink. Chat's gonna help us with that one. Man. Yeah, get ready to drink. Um, check out the Chris Claremont documentary <laughs> on. Um, if you can find it, I think it's on Amazon Prime, or you can buy it or rent it or whatever. And it talks about Chris Claremont and um, John Burns falling out. Um, you know, the two, you know, clashed, and you know, apparently John Burns is not a pleasant person apparently to work with or deal with uh apparently so you know sometimes you, what, what did they say um you know uh, sometimes you don't want to meet your don't want to meet heroes. your idols right your idols yeah, you yeah. want to meet your heroes yeah you know everyone's got one of those stories you know you meet some i'm not I gonna got, name any names but you meet somebody in a restaurant and you kind of yeah bust up i got their, i got two know, of these it kind of ruins it First appearance of Elsa Bloodstone, $100 and a raw dog. Highest known value, $1,000. I guess I should. I haven't sent anything to CGC in a long time. Good minute, Lord. So. And we still haven't seen her, right? I mean, have we seen her? Elsa? Oh, no, yeah, we, we did. did see her. Yeah, we saw her in the, in the, uh, the World yeah, of My Night. The, yeah, World of My Night. Night special. That's yeah. right. Oh, look at this. This is fun. The Jetsons, number one. Man, the stuff the Jetsons actually predicted. Think about this. I mean, I mean, they were having doctor visits over their TV back in what, what were their first parents of the Jetsons? You no, know, it got me to thinking, um, and I don't know why that, um, like I was, I was thinking about, I think it was, I flew flipping through the channels, uh, who flips through channels anyway, scrolling through channels and it was a Gilligan's Island rerun. And I was thinking to myself, yo man, how you know, they could do all this stuff. And they can't get off the island. I mean, you know, the professor <laughs> was able to make all his stuff. The professor was able to make electricity, and the, yeah. and and the minnow would be lost. I'm sorry, that song got stuck in my head. If not for the first, whatever you guys know what yeah. I'm talking about. I'm about to play that graphic again, but we overplayed it. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with us, boys and girls. I uh, appreciate it. JB, any last words? Uh, I'll say uh, people about Laura on Instagram uh, yes. and make sure you hit her up. Uh, Bird City Comics at Megacon this weekend. They're going to be there. They're going to be doing dropping excuses. Follow Bird City on Instagram as well. They're going to be dropping something and uh, we're giving something away. They just don't know it yet. Whoever and won today. Subscribe to the channel, please. You got a screenshot we're of the guy who won, right? I'll have to get this. I forgot to get the screen. It's like the it, something. It, well, I butchered his name. DNA yeah. chromosomes or yeah, something, something like DNA yeah. chromosome. There you go with the K. Yeah, All right, yeah, we'll figure K, it out. Yeah, man. I'll remember. Yeah. It. But right, shout out to the chat tonight. Fantastic crowd again. Thank you for you guys dropping the knowledge in the chat. As always, we're gonna ask you to hit the thumbs up if you enjoyed the show. Uh, for everyone watching on the rewind, comment your favorite cover of the show below and be entered into next Tuesday's giveaway. We're going to give away some more of uh, Laura and Bird City Comics exclusives. And then, as always, don't forget, we had a great fucking time tonight, we, man. Come we on. had a great late time, because it's Thursday, and you, had, you ain't got nothing else to do. But uh, for JB, Laura, this is TiVo. Check out my video from yesterday, one of my haul from WonderCon, and what I got for $300-ish. And uh, until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes. Peace out.